The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Jaylen today. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Pleased to welcome back to the 630 Chad Airwaves, one of the all time greats from the Canadian women's hockey team, now a broadcaster, Cassie Campbell Pascal. Hey, Cassie, how's it going? Not too bad, Reed. How are you? I'm doing well. It's good to catch up with you. Of course, saw you on television a lot in one of those four boxes with Kelly Rudy or Kevin Bieksa or Ron McLean or whoever. In how our was the, we were in our yeah, how was, like the, the how was the remote broadcasting experience for you? You know, it, I loved it. I'm not going to lie. I know uh, we had a little bit of a delay for Kelly and I when we were here in Calgary, but, you know, to be home and to do this job, I mean, it is pretty much the greatest job ever, but it's even better when you don't have to travel for it and be away from family. So uh, I enjoyed it and, you know, had a lot of fun being on the panel and, you know, making fun of Kevin BX a little bit and him making fun of all of us. And, you know, it seemed like there was a lot of chemistry there between us. And so it was just a lot of fun. And I think more importantly, it was just really exciting to have hockey back, wasn't it? I mean, just kind of give us some kind of normalcy for those of us who are hockey fans or who work in hockey. It was, uh, you know, just something to kind of celebrate. Well, and I, I thought there were a lot of entertaining games, a lot of entertaining series. Even for Dallas, there were a lot of Edmonton connections with Laxdahl and Nelson on the coaching staff and Sekera and Cogliano and Taylor Fadoon played about half their games and they had a lot of a lot of incredible comebacks and, and game seven overtime. But I just thought against the Lightning, I don't know, Cassie, it just seemed like, I mean, first of all, take nothing away from Tampa Bay, but I thought Dallas maybe ran out of gas a little bit at the end, too. Well, and to find out after the fact, I mean, we kind of hinted on the air some of the, the potential injuries, but, I mean, to find out the long list of injuries that they had, you know, with Taylor uh, Taylor Hall and Jamie Benn and even, you know, Hudobin was dealing with some things, and it seemed like almost every single player was dealing with something on that team, and and not just little, you know, sort of bumps and bruises, like pretty significant injuries. So, um, you know, just to see them kind of grind it out. And, you know, I'm not sure, Reed, if any other team should have won. You know, I know you play the game to you get into the playoffs to have that chance. But I, I think, you know, without question, Tampa Bay was the cream of the crop. And, you know, they've kind of been right there for so many years. And, and I think last year the shocking first-round exit was exactly with that organization and those guys, that core group, you know, sort of that last lesson that they needed to learn. And, uh, but I'm, you know, once I saw them get through Boston pretty easily, I, you know, I was pretty sure Tampa was going to win. I mean, they just had a complete team and, and a deep team. And, um, you know, I think they deserve it to win it for sure this year. Cassie, we want to talk to you about the Hockey Canada Foundation. Of course, COVID-19 has affected every area of our lives and, and minor hockey and families trying to, to keep their, their kids involved in hockey is no different. What's going on here with the Hockey Canada Foundation? You know, I'm so excited, Reed, to be part of the Hockey Canada Foundation board and, and the foundation, you know, launched it today, the, the new assist fund, and basically to, to help subsidize um you know, youth playing hockey, and it's going to provide, you know, $1 million in registration subsidies and to help our Canadian youth, both boys and girls, during this, you know, tough time of COVID. And, you know, so many people are losing their jobs or, you know, having cutbacks in their salaries and different kind of things. So, you know, this fund will provide, you know, up to $500 per player in registration fees and just kind of 
try to eliminate some of that pressure of, if you will, that, you know, parents, a lot of parents are facing across the country about, you know, wanting to keep their child in hockey, but also understanding the expense of it, you know, even more so during this time. And um, so just proud to, to be a small piece of that, if you will, just, you know, sitting on the board and seeing this announcement go out today. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty big deal and hopefully help a lot of families across the country. Cassie Campbell, Pascal, joining us on 6.30 Chet Afternoon. So the Hockey Canada Foundation Assist Fund, I'm on the website right now, Cassie. There's a big button to apply if you, if you need assistance. There's a big button to donate if you want to help out. And I know that's an ongoing going thing for me that sometimes we talk about, Cassie, as someone who hosts a sports show. Um, you know, parents, I, I wanted to keep my kid involved, but I was worried about the cost or, and that's why we have organizations like sports central where it's, you know, it's generally used equipment that can be passed on to a, the next generation of kids coming up. But I mean, that, that is sort of an ongoing concern, right? Is that, is that cost and keeping kids and families involved in it? Without question. And, you know, for me, you know, obviously being a little bit more biased towards the woman's side, you know, if you have two kids, and they're both playing hockey, and one's a boy and one's a girl, and then you hit tough times, uh, and you can only afford one child to play, you know, 9.9 out of 10 times, the family's going to choose the boy, right? So uh, it's, what, for whatever reason, that's usually the case. And, um, you know, whether it's because maybe that NHL dream of all that money or, or whatever. But um, so this, you know, just it's just helping families. I think there's a, a real big realization out there. And, and I know my daughter's just started back in, in minor hockey, and, you know, just you can see the smiles on the kids' faces as they've kind of gotten back to some sort of normalcy with school and some of their activities and everything's different and everything's not the way it was, but you can just tell how important it is, I know, for her to be continue to be physically active and uh, and to play hockey and to be around friends and uh, to be in that competitive environment and, and just kind of let go, you know. So uh, I just know how important this is to a lot of Canadian families and um, and hopefully, too, you know, with this fund, we get people that maybe couldn't afford any other way in previous years to, to have their children play hockey. Maybe we get some first-time hockey players that come in and benefit from this as well. And, um, you know, this is just sort of a, a $1 million, you know, registration subsidy that hopefully we can help a lot of Canadians and hopefully continue to allow our kids to play hockey. Well, I, I love how you brought up girls hockey as, as well. And I'm wondering... When did you, because I'm assuming your daughter plays on an all-female team, it might have been a different experience for you. When did you first play on, on an all-female team? Do you know, I started playing boys hockey, I think it was at least three or four years. And, uh, you know, my first year, they didn't even know I was a girl until a swimming party at the end of the year. Because <laughs> I had this little short hair and I got dressed halfway and, uh, you know, with half my stuff on, you know, before I went into the dressing room. So, whatever. And, um yeah so back in my day there wasn't a ton of you know female hockey that's for sure and uh, i actually started playing in the u.s whereas where i started playing when my dad was transferred there for work and you know moved back to brampton ontario which is pretty much where i grew up and you know they fortunately for me had the biggest girls hockey association in the world at the time and we had about four or five teams in in the toronto area to play against and we just kept playing them over and over and over every single year and you saw the same people but um, you know, definitely my, my girl's in a situation now where she, she plays girls hockey Calgary. I live here in Calgary and, um, you know, so she's playing with all girls and that's just something that wasn't really an option for me and my generation growing up. And, um, 
you know, especially in some of the smaller provinces. So this is, it's pretty fun to kind of see how it's grown and, and also kind of come full circle now as a parent, um, you know, understanding, you know, just how much my parents put into it and getting up early for those like 7 a.m. practices on Sunday. And um, so, it, yeah, it's, it's been really fun to kind of watch her enjoy the game and kind of fall in love with it like I did. Yeah, that's great to hear. Cassie, we'll, we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much for fitting us in. Thanks for telling us about the assist fund set up by the Hockey Canada Foundation. Again, people can find it on the web quite easily if they put that in. Thanks for checking in today. All right, take care, Reed. Thanks for uh, promoting this for us.